You are listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison, episode number 108. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach, Kristen Morrison. As pet care professionals, your clients trust you to care for their furry family members. Pet Sitters Associates is here to help. For over 20 years, Pet Sitters Associates has provided thousands of members with quality pet care insurance. If you work in the pet care industry or you want to make your passion for pets into a profession, you can take your career to the next level with flexible coverage options, client connections, and complete freedom in running your business. Learn why Pet Sitters Associates is the perfect fit for you and get a free quote today at PetSitLLC.com. Also, Pet Sitters Associates is offering Prosperous Pet Business Podcast listeners $15 off when you join today by using the discount code PODCAST at checkout. To find out more, go to the podcast show notes page at ProsperousPetBusiness.com forward slash podcast 108. Hi, pet business owners. I am so happy to be here with you today. It has been so wonderful to get at least two episodes out for you each month. At some point, I may get more out, but for now, that's what I've got. (laughs) I am also creating a brand new podcast for all types of business owners, and I have been recording coaching sessions for that brand new podcast that will be released on October 25th, 2022. And so far, I have recorded 25 coaching sessions with all types of business owners, and I'm so excited to share more about that. Before I tell you a little bit about Krista and the session that I had with her today, I want to tell you a little bit about what's coming up. So there is a Facebook marketing webinar that will be happening this month. It is only offered once a year. It is powerful and potent. If you want to take your business to the next level in terms of getting more clients, getting your business in front of a lot of different people who may potentially be clients, the Facebook marketing webinar is for you. And it's only $20 for the early bird. It's $30 if you sign up just a couple days before the webinar happens. So I am including a link to that webinar sign-up page, and you'll find out more about the webinar, what you'll get, including a tips and tools booklet, all of that. So you will find that link and more information in the show notes, which is prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 108. That is the number 108. Not spelled out, but actually the number. Again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 108. And if you are somebody who would like to be coached on the podcast, there's also a link in the show notes page for you to apply to be on the podcast. I welcome your application. I have received a lot of applications 
And if your challenge, business question, or business issue is a good fit for the podcast, my podcast team will be in touch with you. We will set that up and I will coach you for free on the podcast. I've also had a number of you reach out and say, how do I get private coaching with you that's not on the podcast? I have a link for you in the show notes page about my private coaching. I have purposefully kept it affordable in order to be able to help as many as I can. So if that's something that you would like to do, if you feel inspired after this coaching session or some of the other podcast coaching sessions that you've listened to, I encourage you to reach out to me and set up a coaching session. I am going to be taking a break during part of the summer of 2022. So if you're interested and you'd like to do that sooner rather than later, I'm going to encourage you to jump on that now so I can get you in before I take a sabbatical from my coaching. So in this episode, you're going to hear Krista and I talk about the application packet that she's used for hiring that literally thousands of pet business owners have used to hire people. You can absolutely create your own application packet. If you decide you don't want to create that, if you don't have time to create it, if you'd like to just streamline the process, you can purchase the application packet that I have created for pet business owners. I used it in my own business. Many of my coaching clients have used it very successfully to find and hire great people. So there is a link to that also in the show notes page, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 108. But again, you can create your own. You do not need to get mine. If you decide to do it, it is available for you on the show notes page. So this coaching session with Krista, like a lot of coaching sessions with people on the podcast, as well as when I'm coaching people privately, what happens is there's one particular issue that comes up that my coaching client is wanting to work with. And what that can do sometimes is begin to create an unraveling and other things get revealed in the session. It's often a very magical and mystical process. I really try not to control the outcome because I find that when I and my coaching client go with the flow in a session, what needs to get revealed and worked on gets revealed and worked on as it did in this session. So you'll see some of that magic here where we are both, me and Krista, are thinking it's going to go in a different direction based on you know her initial question, but it goes in a very different direction. So just a little bit, not to give you spoiler alerts, but just to give you a little bit of insight. So she initially talked about her fear of employees taking clients, and it kept her blocked from actually hiring. That fear was so large for her, and I know it is for a lot of you, those of you that are hiring or that have hired or that will hire in the future, you may feel afraid that whoever you hire may take your clients. So that was the initial question and concern. How do I get my employees to not take my clients? 
And then it quickly went into how do I keep employees for as long as possible? So we talked about both of those challenges and issues, and then it led us both into a very different direction, which was all about how to get out of scarcity, how to stop looking at what could go wrong and start looking at what could go right, <laughs> how, to, how to create success and to not focus on the negative. It's very important to look at you know, what could potentially happen, but we don't want to wallow in that because the wallowing can keep us really stuck and actually prevent us from moving forward and moving in the direction that we most want to go. So that's some of what you're going to hear in this session. Hi, pet business owners. (laughs) A little PS. I know, false alarm, right? So One thing I do want to say is that there were some audio issues during parts of this audio recording, this coaching session with Krista. And normally I might just not even release this because I'm used to really having and releasing podcast episodes that have really fantastic audio. And it's not to say that this audio is horrible, but there were parts of it that it sounds kind of warbly and might be kind of a little bit even frustrating to listen to just for a few select parts. It's not for the whole podcast episode, but just for a few parts of it. So what I want to say is, as you are listening to this, if that happens, I encourage you to just hang in there and just try to focus on the words that are being said instead of, if at all possible, instead of focusing on the audio quality, because it will pass. Like the challenges in life, the audio challenges that are in this podcast episode will pass and it will go away. And then it will come up again, and then it'll go away, and then it'll come up again, and then it'll go away. But each time just for a bit, not a long time. So just hang in there, I think you'll find that the information that is covered in this podcast is really important. And I think each one of you will be able to relate to what is being said here, regardless of if you have the type of pet business that Krista has, or even you're struggling with hiring or you've never hired. What is covered here in this podcast is really about human nature. It's the way we're looking at life and our businesses and the world. And we can change that. And you'll see how Krista had a lot of ahas during this episode. And we both weathered through some of the audio issues that you'll be experiencing too. So I just want you to fasten your seatbelt and just be willing to go on the ride today and listen to it in full and see what arises for you. And I welcome your feedback on the content of this podcast. If you want to email me, if you want to write in the Facebook group, Prosperous Pet Business, about what came up for you around this, I welcome it. And now here is the coaching session with Krista. Enjoy. Hello there. Hello, Krista. Hi. 
How are you? It's great to see your face and like oh. the gorgeous backdrop behind you. It seems so <laughs> relaxing, which is perfect <laughs> for this topic. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, good. I'm so happy to be with you today. What a delight. My goodness. All right, so sweetheart. <laughs> I am excited too. So let's begin. Tell me a little bit about your business. Let's start there. So long story short, I've basically done all things that you can do in the dog industry. And I had been doing um, pet sitting and dog walking on the side. And I just got so busy that it was overtaking all of my other jobs and decided to fully launch the daily dog in 2019. And now I'm at the point where I've been doing this full time for a few years now. And I am so busy that I can't even fit all of my clients in on a day on a single day. And I just need some help to be able to provide my wonderful clients with what they need. So I'm at the point where I am needing to hire and I'm just trying to figure out, I can kind of be a over sharer. Like I like to give a lot of knowledge away and I'm kind of trying to figure out how to train an employee properly and, and give them the education and the training that they need without giving so much that they kind of go, hey, I have all of this education, knowledge, and training behind me now. Maybe I should go off and do this on my own. And then I lose a stellar employee. <laughs> yes. Has that happened to you? It hasn't. So I have not hired yet. I actually okay. did my first in-person interview today. So this is perfect that we're here right now. Um, and it's looking good for her. So mm -hmm. um, I'm just wanting to get this kind of figured out in my mind before I start the training process with her and either feel like I am undereducating because I'm afraid to give like too many of my trade secrets, if you will, uh, yeah. or overextending myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you had to ask a question in regards to what you just said, what, what would the question be for me? I would say that how, how do you make it worth an employee's while to stay with you without overextending yourself? Okay. So one of the things is most of the people that you end up hiring in the future are probably going to want to be employees instead of being business owners. If they want to be a business owner, likely they would do that from the get-go. Right. Not always, but so I get a lot of people who work with me who are afraid that they're going to hire these people and they're going to leave and start their businesses. And the reality of that is very small, but it's important to be aware of it. And I think you're wise to be looking at this because, the, you know, on the one hand, you want to train them in the appropriate way. But on the other hand, you don't want to be too afraid of them taking, you know, what you've given them and running with it. So we kind of want to balance that out. Right. And so one of the things that 
I'm going to recommend is really looking at like what that you would be training would be something that you would be fearful of them using against you to basically start their own business? Sure. Great question. So my business is a little bit unique in the sense that I am, I not only focus on dog walking, but I also do um, dog adventures that include training as well. So this employee would start off like learning the basics of dog walking and animal husbandry and all of that good stuff. And then as they progress, there's room to grow within the business and start learning more in-depth things about dog training, dog behavior, so that they can grow and start offering those, you know, more adventure type walks and learn about proper socialization. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like the 30 minute dog walk around the neighborhood, but learning how to deal with dogs in a park or a downtown area or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think something that I've been trying to do is keeping in mind that I'm obviously working to pay them a decent wage age so that they're getting compensated properly for their work, but also for the right person, having a perk of working with me being learning about dog training and learning more and just getting more hands-on knowledge than your average person wanting to walk dogs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're really going to be getting education training at a very deep holistic level, it sounds like. Right. And I'm hoping that with having the right candidate that wants to deepen their knowledge about animal behavior and dog training, that it's going to help me get out of this like really deep need to be with my clients all the time. My clients Uh have really started relying on me heavily because I work with a lot of challenging dog cases. And so Mm -hmm. they feel like with my knowledge of dog training and behavior that I, they need me to handle their dog. So I kind of need to get to the point where I have someone that not only I trust, but they trust has the knowledge and ability to take their dogs and get the same result or similar result as I do. Yes. Okay. That's so clear. I love the way you explain that because it's very, very clear. So one of the things that I'm going to recommend that you do before we even address you hiring people for the specific, for these challenging dogs, which requires a special person, right? That can take on challenging dogs. But one of the things that I'm going to encourage you to do is to begin to look at boundary setting with your clients. So, (laughs) you know, where are you extending yourself way too much that's causing you to drain your energy, your energy battery that you're perhaps not being compensated for financially? So sometimes when we're giving away our energy, it's depleting us not only energetically, but financially. Right. And, and then we end up being resentful at our business because we've let our business run us rather than us running our business. So I would be looking at 
one of the ways, or maybe there are a few ways in which you can begin to set boundaries. So if a client calls last minute and, oh, I don't have anybody to care for my dog, but you, then you charge a last minute fee for being able right. to scramble to help them. Sure. What are some other ways that they rely and depend on you? So honestly, I have quite a few people that not only is it, oh, I need you to take care of my dog because there's nobody else that I trust. I Mm -hmm. also have people that have dogs that them themselves feel like they need a break from. And so that's kind of the hard part too, is that it's them needing to like recharge their batteries as well by depleting mine. Yes. (laughs) So that's like the interesting bit there. And I think also because my clients also get a great education from me too, that they learn that their dog coming with me is getting not only like, you know, proper exercise, but their mind is also being you know, worked properly and they're safe and they're like, you know, really getting to learn things when they're with me. So I think clients start to almost like crave that their dog needs that type of stimulation. And so if too much time goes by where they can't get to me, they start to kind of be like, well, my dog's just, you know, her brain is withering away. (laughs) Or she's going crazy, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do I do here? So Uh it's just going to be very helpful for me to have somebody that they feel like can give their dog that same um, approach to their care. And that's my whole goal around my business. Um, But it's, I mean, I've been trying to be very thoughtful in the hiring process to, especially with my first employee, to not have Mm -hmm. someone come on that wants to do this as a hobby that's like oh I just want to walk dogs and I think there's Mm -hmm. going to be a time and a place for that within my business but I think for right now I'm really looking for someone who wants to work with dogs has a natural ability with them but like is really hoping to make this a career Mm -hmm. and so I guess my I know I'm very all over the place but my biggest question is Mm -hmm. how I can make them feel fulfilled in their career without feeling like I am giving everything to them, both education wise and my energy and love and money, all of the things I want them to feel supported, but not to the point that I'm like, why did I hire someone in the first place? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So hiring somebody that you're hoping wants to make this a career is going to be a different person than you may actually be wanting. So hear me out, okay? Sure. So I heard you say that you didn't want somebody that would take your business away, right? But if somebody wants to make that a career, they are probably not going to want to work for you. Like that's a very different mindset. That's an entrepreneur. That's a business owner who wants to make a career out of taking care of dogs. You may find that. It's not to say that you wouldn't Yeah, no, find that makes that, sense. But, but it's going to be a very different mindset. And 
there is going to be more of a possibility of them taking your clients if they want to make this into a career, because that's going to be the ultimate goal. More likely what you're going to have, if you decide to hire somebody for this is somebody that, you know, hopefully will do it for a year, two, maybe three years. One of the things that I would strongly recommend is that you create an application packet I have one on my site. Yes, I okay. did purchase it. So that was really awesome. Helpful. <laughs> well, it, it it's helpful in that it helps you weed through, right? Before you meet them, right. you're like, okay, I get a sense of who these people are before I've even left my house and even talked on the phone with them. So Correct. good. I'm glad that you're doing that. One of the questions on there is how much do you need to make per week doing part-time work with us? That's going to be an important question because if they're writing like 4,000 or 5,000 a month or, you know, a thousand a week, that might not be what you have available right now. And that's going to put pressure on you. But I think the thing about this type of job is that it's pretty rare that you get somebody that wants to be a part-time dog walker or dog walker, dog walk adventurer for the rest of their lives, unless they want to do it for a career. Yes, that's true. So I think the best, not to say that you can't have what you want in terms of having somebody stay with your company for a long period of time, but I think realistically, and this is from the perspective, darling, of me having hired over 250 people in the course of running my own pet care business. Wow. <laughs> when I sold it, I had 35 people on staff. About 20 of those were dog walkers. So I know a little bit about hiring. Yeah, just <laughs> a know, little. <laughs> just a little. And I know the longevity. Now, what I did to help that longevity, and I know we're not directly addressing your question, but we're going to get there. No, this is going through the back door. Okay. So one of the things I really discovered in terms of how to keep people for a long period of time was to actually have them work less rather than more. Even if they really wanted to work more, I found if they worked Monday through Friday doing dog walking, they were out within six to nine months. Yeah. Typically, not always. Sure. But what I found is if they were working, let's say, two or three days a week and had a break in between, like Tuesday, Thursday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then they ended up staying with me for many, many years. I mean, I had some of my dog walkers stayed with me. I had my business for 18 years. Some of them stayed with me wow. for like 12, 15 years. That's it impressive. Was amazing. It yeah. was. And not to say that everybody did that because that was not sure. the case. They were <laughs> quite rare you know, those that stay with me for that long, but it was very different from the like six to nine months that I had for people that were working five days a week, because what happened is they just got totally burned out. Right. Dog walking and even adventuring can be very monotonous. It's the same thing. It's the same dogs. Typically it's, it can be very exhausting. And yeah. so it's very important to have a break. And you're going to be seeing that too for your own self if you haven't seen it already. Yes, sure have. (laughs) Right. I know. It's common. Like, you know, if you didn't feel that, I would say you're the exception to the rule. Right. 
really, because it happened to me. It happens to all the dog walkers that I work with at some point, usually sooner rather than later. They start to feel burned out. They start to feel exhausted. Want to take what you're learning from the podcast and begin to apply it in your own pet business so you can see powerful results? The Pet Business Online Course Learning Platform can help you do that. You'll find instant access courses that can help you launch or grow your pet business starting right now. You can watch, listen, and learn from the courses right now or whenever works best for you and from wherever you're at in the world. The How to Start Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business in 7 Days online course gives you step-by-step instruction and comprehensive tools to help you launch your own pet care business and get paying clients in just one week. The four-week Pet Business Catapult program provides a weekly comprehensive plan to help you create systems and strategies so you can work on your business instead of in your business. You'll also learn exactly what you need to find, hire, and train quality staff and attract high-paying, profitable clients. With these classes and the many other online classes you'll find on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's PetBusinessCourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to PetBusinessCourses.com. So, you know, I would actually not be worried about giving your trade secrets away. Because that is the mindset of scarcity. And it's like being afraid before anything has even happened. Not that you don't want to be cautious around that, but just I wouldn't lead with that in terms of your mindset. Right. Where I would be leading you and where I'd like to lead you is that you hire somebody that's fantastic, that is super excited about doing this, that you feel uninhibited in terms of training them, like giving them everything you have in order to equip them to be a fantastic part-time employee with your company. Yeah. So that you can feel good. Your clients can feel good. They can feel good. The dogs feel good. It's like a win, 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 win. Right. So I just winning. Yeah. Which is what we're looking for. Right. Just that's a good point. Changing my mindset around it so that I found something that when you were talking about burnout, what I was thinking about was how did I get myself out of that? And how I did that was thinking about something that I could add into my business that was going to give me zest for it again, that like a service offering that I was excited to offer. And I was going to roll it out to my clients. And then here I went and that's what I did. And that's where, how I am here now. So it's like, I just have to stop thinking about, oh my goodness, X, Y, Z could happen and ABC could happen too. How do I counteract that before it does? Instead, just look at the opportunity of hiring someone who's a great candidate and getting excited about just training them and just letting it roll that way. 
Exactly. Exactly. Instead of what I notice too, when I'm poaching people is there are a lot of people that are looking at their competitors and the focus then is on their competitors rather on their own business. Yeah. And it's like, oh, sweetheart, bring your energy and focus and attention back. Bring it back home to yourself, yeah. to your own business, because that's where the power lies. That's where the energy lies. That's where the seat of power is in our business, where we can, you know, take the focus. It's good to be aware of your competitors, like see what they're up to, course, what they're sure. charging, all of that. But when there's excess energy flowing into something that could potentially be depleting, like the focus on competitors, like the focus on being afraid that, you know, your dog walker is going to take your clients, that's a depletion of energy that just is not needed. And, you know, there's that saying that like 90% of what I worry about never happens anyway. That's me. <laughs> what a, and what a waste of energy. A lot of business yes. owners are big time worriers. It's part of, in a way, what makes them good business owners because they're very attentive to detail. Yes. But it's like, oh God, no. I mean, worrying is a habit more than anything else. So stop the worry habit. Just stop it. Like yeah. when you find yourself worrying, just go, you know, sometimes it's like being a good mother to yourself. It's like, sweetheart, I really I get that you're worried. Just stop. And even yeah. if you can say to yourself, 90% of what I worry about never happens, you can probably see that that's true in your life, right? Sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah every and day. So, <laughs> I know. I know. And so what? A, we don't want to waste your energy. There's yeah. too many things to put your energy on that are being required of you in your business. And so anytime we're focusing on something that we're afraid of or lack or scarcity or competitors, it's like siphoning off our energy to something that will not give us anything in return. Yeah. And it's like having that worry out of it, I feel like will naturally make the employee more attracted to stay if I'm not constantly trying to almost micromanage accidentally and put out fires before they happen. If they just yep. see and feel this like exuberant energy for wanting to give what I can to them, then if they're the right person, they'll stick around. And if not, then I deal with that when it comes. Preach it, sister. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. It was like a breakthrough of something that I wasn't even expecting. <laughs> Me too. I never know where these are going. And it's it's a, an adventure. I just kind of fastened my seatbelt at the beginning. Like I don't right. even, I didn't even know what you were going to talk about. I know you sent in an application a while back, but part of my job is to kind of get out of the way. Yeah. And to see what's what wants to be revealed and then to guide right. from that place rather than my preconceived notion of what I think should happen. And so that's part of the reason why I like not knowing what you and other people that are on the podcast are going to bring. Yeah, I'm like, we're jumping out of the plane together. Right. I, I don't know where we're going to end up. This is like what I need to do with my future employees. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Same. Yeah. 
<laughs> Same thing. That's right. And so you got a taste of it here. And it wasn't so bad, right? Right. Wasn't so bad. I, I survived to tell the tale. So <laughs> I, you did. You landed on your feet. Here you right. are. We're here together, me and you. Yes. That's all that all matters good. at the end of the day, right? <laughs> can't be with you every single day though. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh goodness. Oh, it's a shame. I wish I could. I know it is a shame. It's a, it's such a shame. Yeah. But, ah, uh, I am excited for you. I am excited for your path, this hiring path that you're on. And I think bringing the exuberance and the energy is going to really create a synergy with this person that you hire and your clients are going to feel it too. I agree. Yeah. I think that this was obviously exactly what I needed to stop thinking about a formula of what I have to give exactly and whether that's education and pay and perks and this and that. And just like you said, get out of my own way and just feel like I have been in this business long enough that I got to where I am today by just getting out there and doing it. Like I never made a formula for attracting clients and keeping clients, but a lot of my clients, many of them just stick around for the, I honestly really think for the energy that I bring to them. And oh, I, I know that. Like, yeah. And yeah. so I just need to apply the same thing to an employee. <laughs> it's true. And maybe other areas of your personal life as well. Yes. There may be areas where it's like, okay, where's my energy out of alignment? Where am I in scarcity? Where am I not really seeing my gifts and talents? And yes, like the force of nature, you know, you are a force of nature, Krista. Right. I have to start thinking that way right yeah. now. <laughs> And it's not like a force of nature, like, woohoo, you know, this big, like flamboyant. It's like a solid, like, as I am sitting here with you, looking at you, feeling into who you are and witnessing you, there is a solidity and a groundedness with you that is very attractive. And I can imagine that your clients, both humans and dogs, are attracted to that also. And the thing is, is that like attracts like. So right. you will attract your right staff members who also exude that, maybe in a different way, probably in a sure. different way. But it's going to be a same sort of, you know, not to get too woo-woo, but like vibratory energy. Yeah. That is in, you know, it's a vibrational match. Right. Totally and because agree. of that, your clients are going to feel comfortable. Now, they may not feel excited about it in the beginning because they love you. But the thing is, if you feel good about who you're hiring, it's going to be very easy to transition your clients from you to somebody else. So but you have to be very confident about it and not, even if they say, oh, Krista, I want you. It's like inside you have to say to yourself, I'm not, even if they try to sway me, this is happening. Like yeah, I am transitioning. <laughs> it has to, because you don't have much left to give with your amount of time, energy, 
where you want to take your business. You know, there's a lot there. And the other thing I'm going to recommend that you do if you don't already have it is to check out my How to Recover from Pet Business Burnout. Even though I don't think you're quite at the intense burnout stage, I think it there it could be there if you continue. Sure. Yeah, I agree. So, and, you know, in terms of boundary setting too, there's, you know, in that book, there's nine ways to say no to your clients. Oh, I need that a hundred times over. (laughs) And, you know, it's a script basically, and you can practice it. Like the first is no, which doesn't really work well for most clients. And it's kind of abrupt and abrasive. But, you know, it might be something like, I can't do that now, but I may be able to do that in the future. You know, that's one way to say no, right? Yeah. Is to delay the gratification for them. Sure. And there are many other ways, but I think for you learning how to say no and to realize that the no is a way of not, of gathering your energy. Yeah. Looking at it again, like we've talked about even before, it's I just need to look at things differently instead of always looking at the negative. I need to look at the positive. So instead of thinking by saying no, I am saying no, and that's a negative thing, I'm saying no because I am keeping my energy so that I can continue to provide a good service and give energy to myself and my family and my own personal dog who loses out a lot of the time because I have all these other dogs to take care of. So yeah, it's just, I think like you said, so many business owners like want to give, give, give. And that's what you feel like is how you get a successful business is I just have to give all of this into it now and then I will get it back tenfold. But in reality, you kind of just have to switch that Yep. Like, yeah. And almost, almost completely do the opposite. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a 180. It really is. And it's similar to, to, I see a lot of people kind of in the same vein, just a little bit different. Like I'll relax when my business slows down. I'll relax when dot, 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 but the relaxation never happens because there's always something. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, if not now, when? Yeah, totally. I I do that in business. I do that in my personal life. Things will just be better if this happens. And then that happens and that opens up a whole other door of different things that could go wrong or go right. And, you know, I also think that I've had a hard time my whole life thinking, I know that I need to stop worrying and I need to think more positively, but I get hung up on how to do it. And something that you said previously about you just need to tell yourself to stop is huge. I don't know why in 28 years that hasn't dawned on me to just tell myself, cut it out. (laughs) You're fine. (laughs) Um, But that is, I think, going to be pivotal for me for my clients, for my business, for my future employees to not try to plan things out so much and do a lot of figuring. I mean, there's a place and a time for that, but I don't think that I will allow myself to go too far off the rails, you know? (laughs) Yeah. 
So there's something that I think you'll enjoy, given what you just said, that I'd like you to look at after we end here in just a moment. And that is to go to YouTube. I want you to search for Bob Newhart. Stop it. I like it already. (laughs) Oh, it is hilarious. I'm not going to tell you anything else about it, but you will be able to recognize yourself in it. It's a very short little clip, maybe, maybe three minutes. And it is absolutely perfect for those people like you and like me too. I can swing that way too to the worrying route, but you know, to just stop it. Yeah. Which I need to do. Well, it's kind of like when we're dealing with a puppy, right? The puppy's biting on a shoe. We have to stop it, like stop. And if it doesn't, then we like lift it physically. Like, you know, we sometimes need to lift our mind physically, like move in a new direction, get moving, go on a walk. Yeah. This challenge is you're too hyper-focused on this. Let's do something else. We'll come back to that later when you have the tools to come back to that. Mm, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wonderful working with you today, Krista. Yes, you too. Like I said, this was great. And uh, I didn't even know that I had these questions. So it's wonderful. Like the way that it just happens this way, because I think this was so much more important than what I originally even came here looking for answers to. And I got the answer to my questions and more. So I thank you for this so much. And I hope that other people can feel that same transformative shift into just telling yourself to stop. (laughs) You are going to be really speaking the language here of a lot of that business owners and all kinds of business owners, really. Right. Yes. Yeah. This is very common. I hear it over and over and over. Well, that makes me feel better a little. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You're not alone in this. Not that you're not special because you are, Krista. Sure thing. But this kind of worry mentality, especially in this day and age, of technology, things are moving quickly, we feel like we're not doing enough. And realistically, we're never going to be doing everything. It's kind of like the waiting to relax thing where, you know, our to-do list is never going to be done. Right. But yeah. it's, okay, what are what can we do now to take care of ourselves? Yeah. In the midst of things not being done, in the midst of feeling worry about things, where can we redirect our energy in ways that are going to serve us, serve our business, serve our family and friends, all of it. Yeah, exactly. Prioritize, redirect, shifting. Like that's just, these are like the words that I'm thinking that I need to carry forward and will just, things will just fall into place as they need to because of the shift in energy and who I am as a person and what the business is. Like, I wholeheartedly agree. Wonderful. Well, I wish you just an amazing day. Thank you so much. I appreciate your help. And I'll look into those great resources. You bet. Okay, my dear. (laughs) Have a beautiful day. You too. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. 
Hi, pet business owners. I hope you got a lot out of today's coaching session with Krista. I really enjoyed working with her. I just loved how open and honest and willing she was to go on the ride that is sometimes a coaching session. (laughs) Again, we didn't know where it would end up and we were both surprised and and she was very happy with the outcome. So I hope you got something from that or maybe a few somethings. And I also want to let you know and remind you that a link to the application packet that Krista referred to that she uses in her hiring process is in the show notes page. You can find out more about it by going to prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 108. That's the number 108. Again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 108. And there will also be a link to the private Facebook group, Prosperous Pet Business. If you're not a part of that, I welcome your participation. It's a very supportive, loving group. Krista is in there, as well as many other pet business owners. So please join us. It's just a wonderful, loving, uh, great group. I think you'll enjoy it. And also want to remind you about the Facebook webinar that is happening this month. So a link to that is also in the show notes page, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 108. I wish you a beautiful day or a beautiful evening wherever you are at in the world. And thank you for listening. It's such a pleasure and an honor to get to talk to you through this podcast. And I just feel incredibly grateful to be able to offer this. And I just really appreciate all of you. The podcast has reached 160,000 downloads (laughs) from pet business owners from all over the world. And it's just incredible. When I go on to the podcast server page, I can see where listeners are at when they're listening. And I can't see, you know, any of your private information, nothing like that. It's simply different countries, different states that you're located in, and the number of listeners that I have in various locations. And it is really mind-blowing to see where all of you listeners are at. Of course, lots of listeners in the United States, which is where I'm recording this from. I'm recording this currently in Hawaii, in the United States, the island of Hawaii. Um, But I also have just lots of listeners, you know, in each and every state. And then in Canada and, you know, countries all over the world. It's just wonderful. So I want to say thank you to all of you listeners for being a part of this. And I just am very grateful. It's such a pleasure and an honor. So I wish you a beautiful day or evening and take good care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or 
www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.